Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are, but I know exactly where you are. You're in your house like we are. And if we're perfectly honest, we start to go mad. But this is, you know, it's bright, fresh frights on a Friday night, whatever it's called. <laughs> My name is oh, Malachi and I'm joined as always by Hollywood Fletch. How's it going, Hollywood Fletch, on the Skype today? Are you all right, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. I just had a bit of a, I've had a bit of a difficult day, but I'm all right. <laughs> oh God! I'm just uh, it's the being cooped up in the house has started to get to me a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah, you and me both, pal. No, I know everyone's in the same boat. That's why I'm not good. You know, I've run out of booze oh. and I've eaten a whole jar of pickles to myself. That's that's my quarantine activity. Basically, that's, it sounds very similar to mine. Uh, we did cook a Sunday dinner though yesterday and pretend that it was just a normal Sunday. But yeah, other than that, I've just been eating and drinking. I've dr- I've drunk a lot of booze. I'm drinking booze now while I'm talking to you. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I've not gone too far. But yeah, apart from that, but th- there is one good thing that has come out of this. And that is just before this all happened, we got sent literally hundreds of films. So we're going to start chipping away at them because... We're trapped in the house and we can't. And obviously today we're talking to each other over Skype because uh, we don't want to infect each other. So, Fletch, we did two very, very different contrasting films this week. Well, you say, what, what did you pick? I picked the the very last day. The very last day is a... Well, it's hard to describe what this film is. Let me just tell you what it's about. So Raymond Ho is a successful writer who lives in a lavish home and he has his lavish lifestyle and loving daughter. However, his wife is very distant and resentful. As a writer herself, all her accomplishments are overlooked uh, for the perception of her being Mrs. Raymond Ho. This resentment is heavily compounded by the fact that Raymond's success came from mining her own experiences and trauma to use in his fiction. And this breakdown drives Raymond into the arms of a devoted stalker fan who has been following him. Her name's Melanie. Melanie, though, soon reveals that she hides her own trauma, which she's channeled into a deadly thirst for revenge. Um, this is um, a lot different to what we usually get sent. An amazing film. I mean, I watched it this morning, but got absolutely great. It's uh, the feel of the whole thing. It's uh, very uncomfortable, especially towards the end of the film. I mean, you should talk about this is more up your I'm more the horror guy. This is you. <laughs> well, in- this is this is a horror film. Come on. Yeah, horror film. Yeah. And that's the thing. But it's more <laughs> about the horror, the horror of the human spirit. Karma is a wonderful thing. I think that's the point of this film, really, isn't it? It's great. It does a great job. How it's put together with the difference in the colour, I noticed as well. The saturation in the colour changes from black and white to full colour. And it, it, it sort of does it before you're even noticing it. It's just very well put together. I mean, this, the soundtrack on this, for one, I always talk about the soundtrack, but the soundtrack is wonderful. Oh, Absolutely. my God, that song on the end credits was beautiful, wasn't it? Yeah, and uh, the use of the sound as well. In in some of the torture scenes, they use just a, a high pitched ringing noise to to mm. um, emphasis pain, which is it's perfect. Obviously, it is an uncomfortable subject matter, but it is one that is close to the filmmaker. I did find out just before we started recording, he himself is a victim of sexual trauma and exploitation. So this was uh, apparently it was very difficult for him to to write this. But as it turns out, it kind of really helped him deal with that trauma to actually get it down and write it down, which is kind of what the film is about. Yeah, yeah, it is. In a way. I mean, 
it's it's about having having an outlet for for your trauma or something mm. a, a catharsis <laughs> yeah a catharsis but the very last day is it's a film of two parts i think one mm. is this bleak character driven drama of its first half and then then it turns into this intense revenge thriller of the second kind of like uh, hard candy if you've ever seen that also, I thought it was quite similar to uh, Shades of Misery to it as well, the Stephen King. That's a good point, yeah. Those two different genres that this film seems to be, the way that he's linked it up is really clever, and he has a really good grasp on visual storytelling. For instance, mm-hmm. you've got in the first half, you've got Raymond's dinner with his wife, Viola, is uh, mirrored with his dinner later with Melanie. Uh, both of the women have suffered violence and trauma that kind of haunts every aspect of their lives. And this film has long dialogue scenes that hold focus and tension through just this really skillful portrayal of the shifting of balance of power that you see in those uh, in those two aforementioned uh, dinner scenes, for instance. And like I say, sexual violence and exploitation is a really raw subject that is difficult to portray. And I feel like this film tackles it with a really brutal honesty. The victims are, they're kind of ghost-like, like a piece of them is missing that can't be returned. And this pain is only magnified by Raymond. He's oblivious and he has a subtle cruelty about him that's absolutely infuriating. Like he just doesn't get it. Even when the other shoe drops on him, he just doesn't seem to get it. No, he doesn't seem to, he doesn't understand what's happening to him until it's happening to him. Do you know what I mean? His wife puts it to him in that first dinner scene as saying that you're stealing pain from others and benefiting from it. But it's, so that's what I was saying earlier on. This is very much a a story of karma. Just been released last week. Is that right? Yes. uh, So it's out now on VOD. Uh, You can get it on Vimeo. You can rent it for. 72 hours you can rent it for a dollar 99 that's nothing especially yeah. now when you're in the house watch some films oh god this is an absolute steal this one and i think it's a must watch and it hasn't got anywhere near the amount of uh, the amount of love that it should be getting so i implore anyone who's listening to this definitely don't miss out on this one because one day people are going to be talking about it and you you want to say you you watched it when it came out, man? Because it's so good. It's so yeah. good. But yeah, this film, wonderful film. I've, I thoroughly recommend it. And that's coming from a person who doesn't really. I can't watch a lot of real violence, if you like, in films. You appreciate the way they went about it, though, because one thing I really dislike about whenever I see violence such as this portrayed in films, especially mainstream cinema, really can't resist from just falling into just gratuitous shock value and even in even sexualizing it even like exploiting it in that kind of way which is even something that is tackled in the film the marketing of sexual violence the way that they're trying to sell it sell it off as something isn't just horrifying it practices what it preaches in that way which i really really enjoyed i really i really respected that you can always get a feel of a film within within the first sort of 30 seconds and just it's like this is and I don't mean it in a disparaging way from anything else that we ever get sent, but you get with some films, you get a sense as soon as it starts, this is a real film, if that makes any sense. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Compared to what you make me watch normally. But, but yeah, an absolutely wonderful film. Everyone must know about this film. It is so good. It's on Vimeo right now. It's, uh, you can get it on VOD right now. $1.99 for you to watch such an excellent film, I think is an absolute steal. Please check it out. The Very Last Day. I picked totally different type of film. I want to become a wrestler like Dad, but but 
I just don't think I have what it takes. ¿Qué pasó? Did you even wrestle in high school? An independent horror film called Wrestle Massacre. Wrestle a... Massacre. What drew you to this one, Malachi? Well, <laughs> we, we love indie horror. We love indie wrestling. And this is yeah. a, an indie horror film full of indie wrestlers. <laughs> um, oh, this film's been around since 2018. Funnily enough, Fletcher and myself know one of the stars from this film. And he was telling us about this a few years ago. But it is actually getting a, a release date on DVD, Fletch, and on video on demand on June the 16th. Yeah, so June the 16th. We got this one, like, way in advance. It's the story of a man named Randy, who is a uh, groundskeeper. Mm-hmm. Downtown groundskeeper. His father was a famous wrestler, played by Nikolai Volkov. Uh, he is he is one of the best things about this film as well, Volkov is. Uh, it's a disgruntled grounds worker. He wants to train as a wrestler. Nobody takes him seriously. One last thing pushes him over the edge, and one by one he picks off all the naysayers in the neighbourhood whilst wearing wrestling gear and collecting bits of their body to make a championship belt. Oh, I think that's okay. about in a nutshell, isn't it, Fletch? He takes shit off everybody and he meets a girl who is nice to him and he decides to take up wrestling in, in order to impress her. Yeah, which, that's it, yeah. Which somehow backfires. It's <laughs> Somehow yeah. it backfires and, she's, and she just thinks he's a weirdo because, you know, wrestlers aren't weirdos at all, are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> this backfires. It causes a chain reaction where he loses his job. He gets dicked on by everyone until he snaps and becomes a wrestling maniac. Sets upon the village, basically. Killing everyone with wrestling moves and pulling their faces off and stuff. Meanwhile, there's a mob of sadistic loan sharks that are harassing said girl and her boyfriend. Famous wrestlers playing street punks in this film. <laughs> Sandman from AEW plays a man called Kendo because he's got a Kendo stick. Tony yeah, Atlas. It, Tony Atlas is in it. <laughs> Tony Atlas is in it. He's a, he's a man called Hercules. And as we said, Nikolai Volkov plays the dad of Randy. Now, I believe Randy, Richie A. Savardio is his name, I think. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he is an indie wrestler in Canada. And of course, the brother of female lead from this film is played by um, the French tickler himself. Big Reg is in this film. Big Reg is possibly the best actor in the film. Do you know who I liked? The main street punk. The main street punk. Oh, God, yeah. the... The main thug. I thought he was excellent. I thought he was brilliant. Is that um, man a juggalo in real life, do you think? Is, is, is he Is he a what? A juggalo. <laughs> I think they're all fucking juggalos, mate. This is, yeah. a, this is a film made for people who have wallet fucking chains on their jeans. It's down and dirty, honest schlock. Honest to goodness schlock. This reminds me, and it is basically the same sort of thing as the... In the 80s, you used to get SOV films shot on video, straight to video. This is this is it in a nutshell. It's clearly been shot for no budget whatsoever. We love this type of thing. This is clearly somebody's made a film. How did they pay Sandman then? Well, I don't know how they paid Sandman, but they must have. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I want to know how they paid Sandman. Wow. Well, it's it's one of those films. We love this type of thing. It's, it's, we talk about guerrilla filming, and this is guerrilla filming at its best, I think. Or yeah, they clearly worked. had access to quite a big house with quite a big garden, because uh, that's where most of it takes place. Yeah, the, the end of the film, the final battle is in the garden. <laughs> it's just in the garden. My, one of the things I really liked about it, you know, like the old Shaw Brothers films, the old kung fu films from like the 70s and 80s, the Shaw Brothers films, where it just seemed like 
everybody in the world knew Kung Fu. So no matter yeah. who you started on. But it seems like this guy has gone on a rampage in a town Please. exclusively full of wrestlers. All of them are wrestlers. <laughs> Every time he tries to kill someone, they'll just whip a snapmare on him or something. and just <laughs> It's absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. Yeah. I like a film that starts with instant milf boob. Oh, my God. That opening scene. Like, what the fuck? That's a flash forward that we never, never come back to, isn't it? Yeah, it's a flash forward but that never gets resolved. Yeah. We, so there's a, there's a woman running naked in the forest. And a yeah. guy, so there's a couple. There's a couple that are running through the forest. The girl is entirely naked. The guy isn't. Oh, sorry. She has her boots on, though. So I don't know what they were doing before the maniac discovered them. I'm not sure. But that basically tells you everything you need to know about this film going forward, I think. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of boobs in it. Yes, there was a lot of boobs in it. um, Stop making me watch softcore porn, Malachi. Well, we didn't know. We didn't know it was like this. (laughs) You knew. You knew. You knew. You, You know. Rene Dupree, he's he's like your sometimes lodger. Sometimes he stays around your house. You know him, so you must have known. Fully enough, he texted me yesterday, and I st- I still haven't told him that we've seen it. But yeah, this was directed and written by a man called Brad Twig at Fuzzy Monkey Films. He's made films before. He made a film called uh, Milfs vs Zombies. Of course he did. Of course he fucking did. So. <laughs> He's like a, he's like a little Lloyd Kaufman, really. He's, he's he's knocking out all this this schlock and fair play to him. This is the joy of independent cinema: the fact that the first film we did, shocking, beautiful film, and then the next one we're doing is is this. But you can still get them on the same platforms, and that is the joy of cinema, and to a degree. I mean, this was really good fun. I I, I did enjoy it. As I said, uh, Wrestle Massacre is available on the uh, 16th of June on general release through WildEye, so you'll be able to get that on DVD, uh, video on demand in all the usual places. If you love trauma films, if you love wrestling, if you love stuff like... If you love Cannibal the Musical by <laughs> by Matt Stone and Trey Parker, well, that's the kind of feel you're looking at with this. So thank you very much for joining us on this Friday. Obviously, it's it's a little bit different because we can't be in the same room, but thanks for joining us. Uh, we will be carrying on doing the, the uh, podcast because we will go mad if we don't and you people need something to listen to. If you are anywhere near our Facebook page, we've posted a shit ton of films since um, the whole virus situation started. We've been doing watch parties, which we've streamed Bloodsport, Evil Dead, uh, Fright Night 2. And we're posting links to a lot of the films that we've shown on YouTube Um all sorts of stuff, documentaries and things like that. So if you are if you are bored, we are genuinely posting stuff on there to keep people occupied. I mean, it's like I said, there's a few things I can do in this world, and uh, talk talk shit is one of them, and make people watch other shit. So yeah, we, we've been posting cartoons as well, Fletch. I put uh, the Toxic Crusaders on there. Oh, lovely! Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes has been on there. You don't see that anymore, do you? Like adult films and properties that are marketed to children, like Robocop, all the Robocop toys. You remember them? Oh, God, fucking remember them. You've been in the fucking back room. I got a, I got a room full of that shit. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't get it anymore. You don't no, get it. They should market more rated R films to children, I think. Bring it back. Bring it back, yeah. Bring it back. <laughs> yeah. Show, show this film to your kids. Show your kids Wrestle Massacre. It'll be fun. Oh, don't. 
No, don't show them this one. <laughs> it's a bit tit heavy and violent. Thank you very much for joining us on our Friday night show. Uh, we will see you ne- next time on Tuesday when we're doing Queen of the Downed. And we'll be back on Friday with more, more reviews because we've got fucking thousands of the fuckers to get through. See you later. Bye.